This is the Get Fit Babe podcast, a place for women to come connect, get inspired, and find guidance to get physically, mentally, and spiritually fit. My goal is to help you start living your ideal lifestyle with a fire in your soul. I'm Cody, founder of Get Fit Babe. I call myself a creator. I'm a real estate agent selling houses by day, a social media manager by night, and a confidence coach in the hours in between. I am right there with you, just trying to figure out how to live the most abundant, free-spirited lifestyle possible. I'll be sharing the ups and downs of my journey while giving you all of the details on the divine downloads and inspired action, as well as introduce you to some of the most beautiful people I have met on this journey. So the past several weeks, we have been talking about the steps it takes to define your worth and your confidence and how we can start building confidence and living from a soul-centered truth in order to step out into the world and accomplish our biggest and highest dreams and achievements. Today, we're going to talk about putting action behind what we've figured out. We've figured out the lies that we've been telling ourselves, what has established the limiting beliefs, the fears, and the trauma. And then we figured out the narrative that we want to establish, the narrative that we want to start believing about what's true within who we are. And becoming more knowledgeable on yourself. A lot of times we are in consumption mode and we are seeking all of this education and external information and external motivation and we're trying to apply that to our lives but we're getting stuck and we're feeling this sense of resistance and this sense of imposter syndrome and I truly believe that's because we're seeking external knowledge instead of internal knowledge. We're not yet aware of who we are. We're not yet aware of the answers that are inside us. We're not going to become anything that we aren't already are. We already have our true self within us. We just have to dust out the cobwebs. We have to turn inward and we have to declutter all of the junk that we've absorbed over the years in order to step into that true purpose. So Today, it's about releasing and shifting. We're going to take the things that we've journaled about, everything in the past, and we're going to shift into the present truth. We're going to do this through daily action, daily rituals, and then I'm going to provide over the next several months tools to actually release the past and shift into this present. If you have not already downloaded, I have a living fit journal guide. If you just go to my website, type in your email into the subscribe email list, you will get an auto email with the Living Fit Journal for free. It'll help you with journal prompts. It'll help you get to know yourself a little bit more. One of the number one things I hear people say is, I don't know how to journal. I don't know where to start. I open this blank notebook with a pen and I don't know what to say. And so this will really get your juices flowing so that you're then able to free write and release what's happening day to day and put it on paper. So that would be number one for your daily action is to use that guide, use that living fit journal and 
do it morning and night. Reflect on your gratefuls. Reflect on what's happening in your day-to-day life and get it out of your mind and out of your body and onto paper. When you do it, that act does so much for you, but more than anything, it'll stop the thoughts from going on repeat in your head. I know I did this through breakups and through situations that maybe didn't turn out how I had hoped. I would replay it over and over and over. I would try to remember all of the little things. And when you write it down, you give your mind permission to relax and not have to feel like you're trying to remember everything all the time. So journaling should be your number one. I encourage you to start incorporating daily snippets of meditation. Meditation is an amazing practice and it's going to take time to build up. I don't expect you to sit and close your eyes for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. There are daily calms that are 10 minutes long. There are YouTube videos that are 10, 15, 20 minutes long. So I encourage you maybe even start with a five minute meditation and work your way up. But Going to a space of stillness each day and clearing your mind, I don't have to go into what that will do for your life. Most of this podcast, I want to talk about the act of affirmations. It's not just a pep talk. I want you to create affirmations and mantras for your life with your daily rituals. So you're going to journal, you're going to meditate, and then you're going to develop these affirmations. Everything in the world is energy, and I think this is such a cool thought, such a cool realization that I've had over the last few weeks. The words that we say or the words that other people say to us are absorbed into our body. Everything is energy, even emotions and words. Have you ever walked into an elevator with somebody who is in a terrible mood? They're frustrated, they're anxious, they're stressed out, and then suddenly you feel tense. There's like tension in the air. You start feeling what they're feeling, and you walk out of that elevator feeling anxious. And that's because that energy was absorbed into your body. That person was radiating at a frequency that affected your energy. Another prime example, I was with a friend, we were doing content for social media a few weeks ago, and um, she started to really irritate me. And it was a me problem, it wasn't a her problem, it was a me problem for sure, but I was being super impatient, and I wasn't outwardly expressing impatience, I just internally was kind of conflicted and frustrated. And she had her makeup all done. We were, you know, out taking photos and she's like, I don't know what it is, but like all of a sudden I don't feel confident. I'm getting anxious. Like I'm just not into this all of a sudden. And I realized that it was my energy impacting her energy and she couldn't place what the shift was and she didn't know exactly how it had come on, but I did. I knew it was my energy. And so I intentionally took a breath I refocused my energy, I released it, I let it go, and we had a great rest of the day. Like, the rest is history. She started, you know, becoming more confident, and we got some great photos. So, that just goes to show that, yeah, we impact other people, and other people's energy impact us. So, we need to be careful who we're spending time around, but also we need to be careful of what we're saying to ourselves, because if 
we can have that sense of energy without even speaking anything, then imagine what can happen when we speak things out. There's this energy healing method called muscle testing and muscles literally respond to positive and negatives. So, um, essentially in muscle testing, and I've seen this actually performed in person as well, your muscles will be stronger when you have something positive said to you and your muscles will be weaker if something negative is said to you. For example, if I said, I hate you, your muscles would respond in a way that is weaker than if I said, I love you. Your muscles would be capable of withstanding more strength. Um, so that in itself just goes to show that our emotions and our words have an energetic frequency to them. Um, somebody on my call last night, I had like a little mini confidence workshop with two of my girls and she was like, I feel like that kind of relates to the music that we're listening to. I will listen to upbeat worship music or um, my favorite song and it'll make me feel uplifted and like I am just in a happy mood. But then if I were to listen to a really sad song or maybe a playlist that you listened to while you were going through a breakup. She's like, I'll start to feel sad and I'll start to embody that energy. And I was like, yes, absolutely. Because that music has a frequency. Those words have energy to them and your body is absorbing them. So think about that when you're developing affirmations. Don't just write down an affirmation on a sticky note, place it on your mirror, on your computer, on your fridge. Don't just have put pen to paper and have it be words. When you repeat those affirmations, when you say your mantra, picture yourself absorbing the energy that those words hold. What we're doing is we're absorbing that energy and we're rewiring our subconscious mind to build this new narrative, to build this new identity for ourselves. So your new ritual is going to be around your journaling, a five to 10 minute meditation and affirmations. The last thing I want you to think about is what are you absorbing throughout your day? Your senses has an impact on your mood, on your attitude, on your stress and your anxiety and the tension in your body. So I want you to really become aware of what you're seeing. Are you seeing only the four corners of your cubicle and the inside of your car each day and then the television when you get home? Or are you taking maybe the longer route to work to see the ocean? Or are you going to walk through nature during your lunch break? It doesn't have to be anything big. I know a lot of us are super busy and you might be saying, I don't have time to go look at the water for an hour. Or um, I, don't, I can't wake up early and go to the beach or go to a park. But it doesn't even have to be that. It can be, you know, maybe even taking your kids on a walk around the neighborhood before you hustle out the door or going on a quick walk around the neighborhood before everybody wakes up. Doing something that's stimulating your senses each day in a positive manner. So what are you seeing? And that can be involved in what are you watching? What are you consuming? What are you listening to? Is there always background noise? Is there the radio might always be on in your car? The TV might always be on in your house. What are you consuming? Even if it's background noise, it has an impact. Consider what your morning alarm is. 
I have to be very particular about my alarm because if something goes off first thing in the morning that triggers me, if it's like an annoying sound or maybe a negative song or words are spoken over my day or sound that doesn't give me good energy, that can have an impact first thing in the morning. So what are you hearing throughout the day? It can even be drama. So I have um, some people in my life that like to talk about other people and I have to shut it down and put space between me and those people because I will start absorbing that energy. I removed people from my social media. I removed people intentionally, put space between people within my life that weren't causing me good vibrations because of the gossiping and the words and the negativity and the pessimism. It maybe doesn't even have to be gossip. Maybe it's just every little thing that happens in this person's life um, is negative and they have yet to become aware of a silver lining. I have to put space between me and that person. And then what are you eating? So what are you tasting? Again, we're going through our five senses as humans. If you're not eating nutritionally, if you're not tasting good quality food, if you're not stimulating your taste buds, you guys, healthy food can still be tasty food. So what are you eating? What are you consuming? If you're consuming garbage, you're going to have garbage energy. If you're consuming fast food all the time, there's a reason why you're low energy. There's a reason why you're having a hard time with your mindset. The nutrients that we absorb through our food really has an impact on our mental health. It's all interconnected. If you struggle with anxiety, it's highly likely that you're nutrient deficient, that you're deficient in some sort of vitamin um, or you're not eating enough of a certain macronutrient. Um, So consider what are you eating? What is your diet like? And shifting those things and embodying this new narrative, this new identity that you have for yourself is going to domino effect. So the last one of the five senses is touch. So we went to sight, sound, smell, taste, and touch. So this can be physical touch. You can I mean, think of that however you want to, the first thing that comes to mind. Um, But for me, I want to spend more time cuddling my dogs and like petting my dogs and showing my dogs love and affection. So who do you need to touch? What do you need to touch? What furry friends um, need to be in your life more? Maybe it's just like your soft blanket. Maybe it's a comfort thing. What kind of things? Maybe it's the grass, grounding yourself, walking around barefoot allowing your senses to touch things that are stimulating. So these five human senses are how the body receives sensory information. So imagine if you have the news as your sound all the time, your cubicle as your sight, you're just seeing the inside of a brick wall and fluorescent lighting. And then maybe you're stopping through McDonald's for lunch and all you're touching throughout the day is your keypad and your phone, and you're just scrolling through things on Instagram to stimulate your senses, I just realized that we forgot the sense of smell for the five senses. Um, For smell, I typically do my essential oils. I do um, my pumpkin candle is burning right now, and that pumpkin spice just fall feel is giving me such a vibe. So what are things that you can smell? Maybe it's a fresh 
baked thing. I don't know. I was fresh baked, healthy, gluten-free cookies. <laughs> um, but stimulating those senses, I think you guys kind of get the point. You're absorbing a certain energy frequency. So be careful what you're absorbing. Be careful who you're absorbing, what people you're around, um, what you're listening to, what you're watching, and how you're stimulating your senses. So that's really what I want you guys to do this week. Reflect on those things and start establishing a new narrative for yourself. Yeah.